0: The DI Guys podcast was created to share the best ideas, strategies, and concepts so you can have conversations to help you exponentially grow your DI sales. While they may have lost their hair, they have not lost their minds. Here are the DI Guys, Chris Carlson and Mike Cogdall. This is Chris Carlson, and welcome to this episode of the DI Guys Podcast. As always, I'm joined with my co-host and good friend, Mike Coggle. Mike, what is happening in the Florida panhandle this wonderful day?
1: Chris, happy Monday. It's actually pretty quiet. I woke up to a little bit of a fog, 71 degrees, and nice outside, but I called my brother, who lives in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and he said, you know, I just had to deal with eight inches of snow, and right now it's eight. That's eight degrees, by the way. Um. So there are times I and Denver, by the way, last weekend, I got notes from my buddies. It's like, oh, man, we're having a long, cold, dark winter in Denver, Colorado. And those of you that are, know the Rockies, that doesn't happen often. Usually it's sunny and gets back to 40 relatively quick, but they seem to be locking in a little bit. So, Chris, I'm just a happy man with uh, shorts on this morning, which is not a bad thing. So that being said,
0: what's going on in your world? Well, Mike, you gave me some homework on our last episode, and I am here to report on my homework. What do we got, my friend? You had challenged me because we had talked about chat, GPT, and we talked about the different uses in marketing, and you said, well, why don't you go ahead and go there and write an email uh, to a uh, client, and then we can kind of deconstruct it. So what I want to do is I want to read to you the email that chat GPT created. And you know, once again, the the the, uh, the ground rules here are that it's only for a rough draft. You take the information that this tool spits out, and I know we'll talk about some more things later on in the episode, Mike, and then refine it. So I'm gonna I typed into Chat GPT, write an email to a client regarding the importance of disability insurance, and here's what it came back with. I'm gonna give you the exact thing, and then we'll we'll kind of dissect it and, and critique it. So, the subject was, The Importance of Disability Insurance for Your Financial Security. Dear Mike, I hope this email finds you well. I wanted to reach out to you today to discuss the importance of disability insurance for your financial security. As you may know, disability insurance is a form of insurance that provides financial support to individuals who become unable to work due to an injury or illness. As a client of mine, I know that you work hard to provide for yourself and your loved ones. However, If you were to become disabled and unable to work, your income would be impacted. Without disability insurance, you may struggle to make ends meet and may even lose your home and other assets. There are several reasons why disability insurance is important. The first reason is that it provides financial security. When a person becomes disabled, they often lose their ability to earn an income. Without disability insurance, this loss of income can be devastating. Disability insurance provides a source of income that, you can, that can help you pay your bills and maintain your standard of living. Another reason why disability insurance is important is that it can help you maintain your independence. Without disability insurance, you may be forced to rely on government assistance or the charity of others. This can be demoralizing and can make it difficult for you to maintain your independence. Disability insurance can provide a sense of security and independence for people who are unable to work. Disability insurance is also important because it can help you pay for medical expenses. Many disabilities are caused by illness or injuries that require medical treatment. Without disability insurance, you may struggle to pay for the medical treatment you need. Disability insurance can help pay for medical expenses and can also help you pay for necessary equipment, such as a wheelchair. Lastly, disability insurance is also important because it can help you plan for the future. Without disability insurance, you may have to rely on government assistance or charity to get by. This can make it difficult for you to plan for the future. Disability insurance can provide a sense of security and help you plan for the future. I understand that considering a disability insurance can seem overwhelming, but it's important to remember that it's better to be safe than sorry. I'd be more than happy to discuss this further with you and help you find the right disability insurance policy that meets your needs and budget. Please let me know if you have any questions or if you would like to schedule a time to discuss further. Best,
1: Chris. Wow. So anybody that has writer's block, Chris? this fixes that problem. Where do I start? This fixes that problem. Now, let's let's go ahead and spend a couple of minutes you and I deconstructing. Do you think it was a little too long? Yes, sir. So do I. You have like almost five paragraphs there, maybe six. I wasn't counting exactly. You could start to like tear things out of there and put things in and shorten that thing by actually two thirds, maybe, and accomplish But it goes through first, second, third, fourth to include the charity. Remember, ain't no bake sale for the cocktail girls, right? GoFundMe. All the things you and I have talked about in previous episodes. Lots of things in that email, Chris, are there from all of our previous episodes. Not all of them combined, but things that we have said. I would start out with like risk protection package up to date versus disability insurance just to throw a little bit of a wrinkle into it because the word disability insurance is immediately negative. Don't you agree? It is. It's just negative. So if you can get away with taking the word disability, you can substitute it with paycheck insurance. That's not illegal. It's an email. You can say risk protection package, uh, risk protection. There's a lot of things that you can say. Income protection versus disability, that's fine. There's four or five things that you can say to substitute the word disability. But what it's done, Chris, and I think you would agree wholeheartedly, and I want your opinion on this, is what I just said. If I'm going to write a book, this really helps me get started and gets my brain Let's say it activates the brain. Okay, now I can focus on this. And the amount of time that now you'll have to spend, all you have to do is spend drafting an email, is take this one, and as you just said a minute ago, Chris, deconstruct it, and boom, go to your database, get every single person you have or have not spoken in, it doesn't matter, to disability insurance about, get this thing done and, and, and shoot it out. That's, I think, our challenge to our listening audience that's there is go to your list create this email shorten it up chris and i would love to see which we don't normally hear from you guys any email that you've decided to like take it and get it down to you know what i call it a 40 second read chris or a 30 second read just you, you have enough information there to get it done what do you think
0: 100% Mikey. there's a, there's a uh, a theory in in uh, marketing called swipe and deploy and what it really refers to is find something, a piece of copy that works, swipe it, and then modify it, and then deploy it, right? Don't, don't copy it. Don't be a plagiarist, right? But use the great things that are happening, put it in your words, and then deploy it. And that's really what we're talking about here. We are quote unquote swiping something that chat GPT created. We're modifying it, and then we're going to deploy it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know what? The world does that. Every single thing that you and I have ever done, not every single, but almost everything, sort of the the, the concept came from somewhere else, right? Absolutely. I mean, I didn't sit around and think of stuff the day I got out of the military about disability insurance. It just didn't happen that way. People taught me things, and then we modified it, we changed. And you know, right there, the last one charity, it has two different charities in there. GoFundMe is the first thing that came to my brain. And I used to say, you know what? My family is important to me. And I show pictures of them, as you well know, on my iPhone when I do a seminar. And I tell people, back in the day, somebody fell off a ladder at a private school, right? The guy sends his kid, excuse me, sends his kid to a private school, falls off a ladder, breaks his back because he was cleaning the gutters, thought he was that guy. And the next thing you know, they want to have a a fundraiser, a bake sale, a, a, a cookie drive, and everything drive to make sure that, you know what little little Sally can stay in the good old private Catholic school because it's two grand a month or 1800 a month. And the money just dried up because unfortunately, dad's no longer working or mom's no longer working. Either one, both, it doesn't matter. And that's what I used to say, as you know, ain't going to be no big sale for the Cogdell girls, which are my two girls. They're my responsibility. I'm not going to try to screw their lives up any more than I already have. And if they don't have a financial burden, of suddenly having in their life the rug completely pulled out from under them because of the way they lived, Chris, which would change everything, right? You suddenly have no money. Does your standard of living with you and your children change?
0: You know, Mike, it's, it reminds me of the story uh, when we talk about, you know, even Superman is disabled. You know, when Christopher Reeves fell off that horse and uh, had that accident, a year later, his friends in Hollywood were doing fundraising because the, the medical expenses were so expensive. And yet, Christopher Reeves, before the accident, was as healthy and wealthy as anybody you and I would typically know, and yet they were having those fundraisers. So, Mike, you say something that I think is very, very important, is we want to give our prospects our and our clients the opportunity to say no. But if we never talk about it, then they never have that opportunity. Now, many of them are going to say yes, some of them are going to say no, but it's unfair that they don't have the opportunity to make that decision because an agent or advisor has not talked to them about the importance of disability insurance.
1: Chris, would you tell everybody how easy it is to get to this place, this site, and then we'll go on from there. I, I To the viewing audience, just jot this down. Chris will tell you how I've done it. I did it. I typed in about Chris. It's a little addictive for at least a half hour, right?
0: Yeah. So i just type in chat GPT, and it's going to take you to the, uh, the uh, URL, which is OpenAI. But just type in chat GPT and then what you can do, it'll allow you to uh, create an account and there's no cost to it and you can just play around with it. And Mike, I think you told me that you got kind of almost addicted to it after I shared this with you.
1: Yeah, I I sent you a text like an hour later because as soon as we hung up from our last podcast, that's what I did. And I wanted to do things about disability insurance and I did um, national statistics how many people in America are disabled, which is around 13% of the U.S. population that's working, if you're interested. Big numbers. But beyond that, you know, it, Chris, I always say people go, well, well, one in ten. Let's just call it one in ten. Um, that's not that big of a number. Chris, how would you like to be the one?
0: You know, there's an uh, one of our uh, mentors, the late, great Mike Eskra, taught me a long time ago, said, don't focus on the statistics because when Because when you're disabled, you're 100% of the statistic to exactly what you said. You don't want to be part of that.
1: Correct. So go to this site. And here's another marketing tool. It's not advertising. It's marketing. But when you talk to a client and you tell your 45-year-old client about chat GPT, if you will. I probably said it wrong, Chris. You got it right. right. Anyway, and tell them, then you type in anything you want to know about individual disability. And say that. You type in, should I own individual disability? See what it spits out. So what you're getting is an AI, artificial intelligence, which everybody knows is as brilliant as life can be. You know, this is not as cool as, you know, Will Smith and Lost in Space, but we're getting there, or Star Trek, but we're getting there. How is the client going to argue if they do it themselves? So do the email. You guys do it yourself. The client, you call the client, go, yeah, 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 I got that. And say, you know where it came from? Be honest. Is it started with chat GPT and then I modified it to make it shorter and I hopefully did it resonated with you. But what I want you to do is just do this simple, simple test for yourself. Go to this, whether you are a fan or not. And if you're not and you hate technology, that's fine. You know what? Go dunk your phone in the sink too. But go ahead and just type it in. Should I own individual disability? I did it, Chris. I don't have to spew the answer now, but it will even go into the into the um, into the type or in, in, into the response. Excuse me, it will go into the response, Chris, on why even group LTD at your employer, if you have it, is not enough. So it's pretty interesting. Just type in. Should I own individual disability insurance? So, every person that you have as a client, and hopefully with with our group out there, Chris, there's thousands. One, they're going to get introduced to this in in, in a nice, kind of interesting way. They're like me, going to get slightly addicted. You know, we typed in five greatest things Martin Luther King ever did. We just started typing things in that Hillary Clinton won the presidency. Everything I could think of for about an hour watching college basketball, I typed in. And I found it extremely interesting. And as you know, Chris, you can make it as short or as long
0: as you want, right? You could say an email that's only a hundred words, correct, absolutely, you know one of the things I think we talked about on the last episode, you know, I said, uh, write a thousand word article regarding the importance of disability insurance, so you know it took this email and made it an article. uh you could do it to to make it a blog, you know, Mike, you said something earlier, I mean, you could do it to do the outline of a book and and again, one of the things I, I want to make sure that that we say here is I know we spend a lot of time on this, but it is a way to help you. It's not the only answer, but it's a way to get you thinking, you know, how would take advantage of this. And one of the challenges that I had the last time is grab a pad of paper and, and write down three, five, ten ways that you might be able to use this tool in your practice. And it, all of us are a little bit different, but how can you use it?
1: I just find it extremely interesting. That's why we've done two... uh Two podcasts today, this because I was thinking about, you know, educationally, and if anybody wants to know how to talk to their children, I also found an article on that, because like they said, don't hide this from your kids. It's the wrong thing. This is obviously not disability, Chris, but it has to do with with ChatGPT, is I showed my oldest daughter, and then you have the conversation about morally, ethically cheating, and I always tell my daughter, you're either an upstanding citizen or you're not. She, they they get, I, To them, that's hipper than just saying, you know, you've got good values. Anyway, what you can do with children as well as as show them that this helps because what I realized is that Chris, when you get to high school and you're doing a paper, Kate, my wife, who um, is a little younger than me, but she went to college a long time ago too. Kate goes, it looks like we're going back to blue books, Chris. <laughs> there you go.
0: I remember. It looks like
1: you're going to have to sit down for two hours in a final exam your sophomore year in college on the history of you know Abraham Lincoln. And you're going to have to write it with a pen, with a pen, (laughs) with no instruments around you, no phone, no quick phone, you know, no Apple phone or Apple watch, Apple anything, nothing, nothing will be around to make sure that it's done the way it should be done. So there are already ways from the old school to prevent super cheating. And if you tell kids, give me the history of Babylon and 25 kids come back with the exact to the word Chris, exact same thesis. You don't know all 25. What? What?
0: Chat GPT cheated. Well, Mike, what's interesting? They are not. They've now developed programs that identify if something's been created on Chat GPT. I mean, so an industry spurs an industry, and a couple other things, Mike. I think that are interesting about this phenomenon is you know Microsoft recently invested billions on Open AI. I mean, so a a lot of a lot of money is going toward here. And then the other thing that I find it fascinating is they what we're using right now. They refer to it as GPT three, and they're coming out with GPT four, which apparently will have five hundred times more information loaded into the source. You know, so it's I mean, you said you said it a couple times in this in this episode. It's here to stay. It's only going to be bigger. But how do we use it to our advantage? Again, Mike, not to cheat, but but to be able to make our lives easier. And, and what we've talked about on these last two episodes, how do we use it to make sure we start the conversation with our prospects and clients about the importance of disability insurance?
1: Chris, I couldn't agree more. And this is like everything that's developed in our lifetime. You know what? I feel like I get a college education because of... Uh, Audio books, because I can't read a book and drive down the highway. So I have more time to listen to a book. I I don't consider that cheating. Do you? A podcast that's very, very interesting about, for me, ancient civilizations with Joe Rogan. I feel like I get a college degree about every year now because of what's available. With this chat GPT versus Google, I've gone to it like three or four or five times now, whether it's football and you and I did something as innocuous <laughs> as disability insurance and there's plenty of information. So 500 times more. I don't know what if I, I got to believe disability insurance is pretty far down the list. So however those algorithms work, Chris, all of the knowledge in the world is going to be there. And if it's at your fingertips, the idea here is that I get smarter, not lazier.
0: Don't you agree? Hundred percent, Mike. Hundred percent.
1: So everybody, go to ChatGPT, get your email, rewrite the email for you. That's the assignment for this wonderful week, the last week of January. If you haven't set your goals for the year, please do. You know how I always am, Chris. Do app count, not premium count. Do something you can control. And last but not least, then have your clients type in the question if they decide to go there and say, why should I own individual disability insurance?
0: Great start to the year, everybody. Yeah, I look forward to talking to you on the next episode, Mike. Chris, you're awesome.
1: Enjoy the week. Thank you.